Please support The Bar by like, subscribe, and sharing my casts. Follow my social media at Facebook, Instagram, Gab, Parlor, BitChute, YouTube, DLive, Twitch, CloutHub, and Rumble. Or join my subscribe star. Make a donation by clicking on the links on the description box. I am a listener-supported show, so any of the above is greatly appreciated. Help me grow and spread the truth since the mainstream media obviously does not want to support truth. All links are listed on the description box. God bless you and enjoy. Welcome to the Speak Uneasy, a safe space where cancel culture does not exist because we are in a different prohibition era. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Speak Uneasy, and I am the bartender tonight. Today's random read from the Bible will come out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 6. Harden not your hearts. Seeing therefore it remaineth, that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limiteth a certain day saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he had not afterward have spoken of another day? There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest... He also hath seized from his own works, as God did from his. Labor, let us labor, therefore, to enter into the rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his light, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Again, that comes from the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 6 all the way to verse 13, titled, Harden Not Your Hearts. So my interpretation of this, whenever you feel that the Lord is talking to you, whenever you feel that the Lord is even present among you, don't deny that it's actually around you, whether it be God's presence or words, don't deny it. Open your heart. heart do not harden your heart to it. There's a reason why God is around you, or there is a reason why God is talking to you. He's trying to send you a message. So you must open up your hearts 
and try to figure out what the message is. Accept it. Don't fight it. So that is my interpretation of tonight's read. Now, on to our cocktail of the night. I'll be making one of my favorites. It's called the Black Watch. Now for this cocktail, I have, uh, I will be using the famous Grouse Smoky Black again, but I'll also be using a coffee liqueur. This one happens to be um, from Koloa. It's a, it's a coffee liqueur, and the brand is called Koloa. And I also have a bottle of Fever Tree soda water with a lemon peel for garnish. Now, this cocktail is going to be made as a highball, meaning there's no shaking or there's no shaking in the shaker involved. I'm going to be putting I'll be making this cocktail in the glass. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off by pouring 2 ounces, 2 ounces. <laughs> I can't even speak. I'll be pouring 2 ounces of the scotch Got one ounce there. All right, I poured two ounces of the famous grouse, Smoky Black. This one's gonna require three quarter ounce coffee liqueur. Okay, did that. Now I'm going to open a bottle of the soda water. And you're pretty much just going to top it off as much as you can with the soda water. Now I'm going to go ahead and take my lemon peel and give it a twist for the oils to go into the drink. Go ahead and rub the oils around the rim of the glass. And twist the peel, put it in the drink, and that will be your garnish. What you want to do is give it a little stir too, just a little bit of a stir, not too much, just a couple, two or three stirs around. Okay. Now I'm going to take a sip. Mm. Oh, the best of both worlds. I got scotch, smoky scotch, not too smoky. Um, with a coffee liqueur and the soda water and the lemon twist. So this, although this may sound kind of weird, the drink itself balances well. So we got the, we got the scotch, which is, um, that would be your bold, your bold flavor there. The scotch, you add the coffee liqueur. And it gives it a little sweet note. 
And the believe it or not, the thing that balances this drink, the most important that I think, the most important ingredient of this drink, I think, is the lemon twist because it gives a balance with everything. So at first you get this, you get the scotch, then you, you, on the middle palate, you start to get the, the coffee liqueur and at like towards the end, you, you get the lemon twist as well. So this is a very, very, very balanced drink. Um, it's a really good drink. I like it. This is one of my favorites, this drink and another drink that I have not made yet called the penicillin. Uh, that is another, it's a variation of a whiskey sour, but it's a little bit different, but yeah, this is one of my favorite drinks to have. So a little history on the black watch. So actually the black watch is a military regiment, uh, from Scotland back in the 1700s. Now, how this came to be a cocktail, I could not find any, I couldn't find anything that, that how this became a cocktail, but I will give you a history of the black watch from Scotland. So the history of the black watch stretches back almost 300 years and is a source of great pride for the soldiers preserving its traditions today in one of the most dangerous parts of Iraq. The regiment was originally raised as six independent companies in 1725. Their task was to watch over and maintain law and order in the highlands after the first Jacobite rebellion in 1715. In 1739, these companies were embodied as a regiment of the line and in nearly 1740 paraded for the first time on the banks of the river Tay at Aberfeldy, Perthshire. In the early days, due to the combination of their role and the very dark tartan which they wore, they became known as the Black Watch, a name which has stuck with them. The wearing of the distinctive red feather or red hackle on the left side of the head dress is said to have begun during the American War of Independence. In August 1822, the adjutant general issued an order that it, that it was intended to be worn exclusively by the Black Watch and it has since become its trademark. The regiment fought with distinction during the First War World War but almost eight by I'm sorry, but lost almost 8,000 men. During World War II, six battalions of the regiment were engaged in combat and more than 1,740 soldiers lost their lives. In the second half of the 20th century, the Black Watch was deployed to Kenya, Cyprus, and the Balkans. But its most notable role in recent years have been peacekeeping in Northern Ireland. The Black Watch was the first, oh, I'm sorry, was the last British regiment to serve in Hong Kong, which was handed back to the People's Republic of China on June 31st, 1997. So that is a history on the Black Watch, which is a Scottish um, army regiment. 
man, this drink is so awesome. I really like this drink. I mean, of all the drinks that I've made, episode 11 probably has my favorite drink out of everything that I've made so far. So here's to the Black Watch, Slanjava. Now on to the show. So uh, today I'm going to change it up a little bit and talk about the financial status of this country and where it may be leading to. I got a couple articles here today um, in regards to what is going on in the financial part of the U.S. I'm not sure how the whole world is going to be. Uh, I have my speculations on it, but we're going to go ahead and just review. I got these two articles here and I'm going to give my thoughts on it. So the first article, it comes from the economic collapse. And this was written back in uh, the 12th of this month by Michael Snyder. The title reads federal reserve chair, Jerome Powell admits the truth. We're not going back to the same economy. Even Jerome Powell is admitting that the boom years are over for months. I have been trying to explain to my readers that the debt-fueled prosperity that we are that we were enjoying prior to the COVID pandemic won't be coming back. And initially I received quite a bit of criticism for saying that, but that criticism has subsided because at this point pretty much everyone can see the truth. Despite stimulus package after stimulus package and despite unprecedented intervention by the Federal Reserve, we will we continue to be mired in the worst economic turndown since the Great Depression of the 1930s. Fear of the virus continues to drag down the overall level of economic activity. More businesses are going under with each passing day and the layoff announcements never seem to end. Normally, Federal Reserve officials try very hard to be relentlessly optimistic. But during a European Central Bank panel discussion on Thursday, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell openly admitted that, quote, we're not going back to the same economy. Powell said we're recovering, but to a different economy, and it will be one that is more leveraged to technology and I worry that it's going to make it even more difficult than it was for many workers. The central bank leader said he was referring specifically to quotes, relatively low paid public fa uh, facing workers who are bearing this brunt, many of whom are women and minorities. His use of the phrase quote, a different economy unquote really got my attention. Uh, mind you, this is an op-ed. Um, when I am trying to break some really bad news to someone in a gentle way, I will often use the word different to describe what things will be moving forward. And I think that Powell is doing the same thing here. He knows that there is no way that things will return, norm return to normal anytime soon. And he is quite correct to be particularly particularly concerned about how this will affect low-paid workers. Low-paid workers have been losing their jobs at a much higher rate than anyone else, and the job losses just keep rolling in. On Thursday, we learned that another 709,000 Americans filed new claims for unemployment benefits last week, 
and that number is more than three times higher than what we witnessed during a typical week in 2019. The Labor Department uh, report showed an 11th straight week that new jobless claims totaled below 1 million. But new claims have not yet broken back below 700,000 since the start of the pandemic and have held sharply above levels from before the outbreak. Throughout 2019, new initial unemployment claims were coming in an in at an average of just over 200,000 per week. Ooh, that is a lot, man. That is a lot. As of October 24th, a total of 21.16 million Americans were bringing home some type of unemployment assistance. One year ago, that number was just 1.45 million. Wow, what an increase, man. That's like 20 times. 20 times the increase. In other words, we are in the midst of a national unemployment nightmare, you think? And many analysts are deeply concerned that the new wave of lockdowns that is now starting to happen around the nation will cause a renewed surge in layoffs. As colder weather sets in and fear of the virus escalates, this is just all built up from the mainstream media trying to scare you people. Consumers may turn more cautious about traveling, shopping, dining out, and visiting gyms, barbershops, and retailers. Companies in many sectors could cut jobs or workers' hours. In recent days, the virus resurgence has triggered tighter restrictions on businesses, mostly restaurants and bars, in a range of states including Texas, New York, Maryland, and Oregon. The risk may be for more layoffs as coronavirus cases surge and some states impose restrictions on activity, said Nancy Vanden Houghton, an econo economist at the forecasting firm Oxford Economics. Yesterday, I discussed the fact that one of the experts on Joe Biden's new COVID-19 advisory board wants a full national lockdown for at least a month once Biden is in the White House. Man, you, you know, let me finish this and then I'm going to give my thoughts. This is hard to do because I want to say something right away and I might forget to say what I wanted to say. So let me just finish this and then I'll, I'll browse down through the article and you know, refresh. Needless to say, that would make the economic depression that we are currently suffering through a whole lot worse. I agree. But of course, there are a lot of Americans out there that simply, simply are not going to put up with any more lockdowns. In fact, one survey has found that only 49% of all Americans would be very likely to stay home for a month if health officials recommended it. Sheep sheep fewer than half of americans say are likely are very likely to comply with another lockdown despite growing concerns over the coronavirus pandemic the latest gallup polling shows about 49 percent of americans polled between october 19th and november 1st said they would be very likely to stay home for a month if health officials recommended it following a coronavirus outbreak in their community, down from 67% in the spring. 
Millions upon millions of lives were turned upside down by the lockdowns that were previously instituted. The, and the economic damage caused by another round of lockdowns would be incalculable. But it appears that more lockdowns are coming anyway. And that means a lot more economic suffering is ahead. Prior to the pandemic, 38-year-old Victoria Perez was working two jobs, but she quickly lost both of them once COVID came along. Now she and her children are living in a, in city housing in Oakland, California, and they are just one step away from being homeless. Man. Let me continue. Among them is... Vic okay, I've already read that part. The city housing provided to people at heightened risk of the coronavirus lasts only through December. Perez, 38, is a cancer survivor. After the holiday season, what is she supposed to do if she can't find a new job? Being homeless is bad enough. When you add children to the equation... We are talking about this sort of nightmare scenario that nobody should ever have to go through. Unfortunately, the ranks of the homeless are absolutely exploding all over the country as the U.S. economy crumbles right in front of our eyes. In 2021, I am anticipating the biggest wave of traffic in the history of the economic collapse blog as our ongoing economic implosion accelerates even more. I have been hearing from so many people out there that are deeply hurting right now, and I wish that I had better news for everyone. Sadly, the consequences for decades of exceedingly foolish decisions are catching up with us, and saying that we are heading into a different econo economy is, different, is definitely a major underestimate. Understatement, rather. Okay, so that was the article. Uh, this guy, Michael Snyder, he has a book, uh, and it's titled Lost Prophecies of the Future of America. And this is an op-ed written by him via um, The Economic Collapse. Okay, so my take on this article... He's very right about what's going on. And honestly, if Biden is declared officially as the president and he did state that he was going to close down the country again, man, I I don't know how we're going to... I really honestly don't know how we're going to recover from, from this economically. We really need to stop worrying about... We, we, we need to live our lives our lives freely dangerously but freely um if you're an abled body you should be out there w working but if if it's almost as if they're doing this on purpose um and when i say they i'm talking about powers that be not necessarily the government but but people who control these people who have power in office right it's almost as if they're destroying this country. I mean, in the grand spectrum of things, it's going to be the whole world. Because I, I think 
things are going on in in, in other parts of the uh, in other parts of the world where um, they're already being destroyed. But my opinion on this is that I think they're they're purposely doing this, man. Um, we can't endure another lockdown. And also, to be honest, uh, a lot of the states have the power to open up their states. Where I'm at, we're open. Of course, there's some guidelines we have to abide by going into establishments wearing the human muzzle, for example, is one of them. Um keeping distance but honestly nobody ever really nobody it's funny to me because they don't enforce the whole distance thing but then they they enforce the whole mask thing so it's it's stupid you know it's it's real stupid but where i'm at we're open um businesses are open but when i go back to california uh (laughs) that's a different story um my understanding is orange county is open but other than that, and I work in the county of Orange. Um, other than that, if you go to like L.A. County, like anywhere in L.A. County, no, it's closed. It's closed. Um, when I'm talking, I'm talking about like restaurants are like takeout. Um, you can do like um, Grubhub and all that stuff. But when it comes to like um, actual sit down and eat, yeah, or bars, even bars. And it, it it's funny I mentioned bars because, of course, the show, right? Um, and this is part of the reason why I veered my show towards a virtual bar because I see that the bars are closing down. And, of course, you know, it's part of the bar atmosphere is is just having a drink and sitting down and just talking to strangers and just talking to them about all sorts of stuff. You know, just having a normal conversation, of course, not with with a normal conversation not anything not not where there's absolute no sense arguing i'm talking about i mean debates you know actual debates like cordial debates this is why i decided to go this route for my show but anyways i'm talking about this article so yeah my take is that it will destroy the country economically. And yes, as far as the homeless rate goes, yes, I I see this. I I physically see this. I see that there is homeless homeless problems. But you know what? I got to be honest. It's the Democrat-run cities that have this problem. When you when you go to a, a Republican stronghold, and look, I'm not trying to toe any party lines here. My values lean more towards conservatism, um, but if I mean if I have to explain what my political um, beliefs are, I'm I'm leaning more towards libertarian. Uh, I'm a libertarian, and I'm 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 very um, I I um, I believe the Constitution to the dot. That that's what I abide. That that is where my beliefs come from. Um, I believe in um, leave me alone, less government. Let me do my own thing. Let me build my own. Let me build my own. And um, if I fail or if I succeed, that will be on me because I'm responsible for me. And that's the way it should be. But uh, unfortunately, a lot of people, it said here like 49% will abide by a lockdown. 
man, uh, those are the percentage of people that are lazy. They they just don't they don't want to go out there and and and, um, and work. But at the same time, too, um, even though this is happening, I think this is a perfect time to do your own thing. You don't want to have to rely on on working for somebody um because this is what happens you you, you have you have uh some kind of company dictating whether you're allowed to work a certain amount of hours or you're allowed to even come back to work so when you create your own thing um you, you get to build and you get to decide how much work you want to put into it. Um, this is another reason why I uh, started this podcast is because, look, I'm really tired of the job I, I'm doing right now. I'm 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 so sick of it. It it, it I, I've I've mentioned a lot of these things in my podcast about my job, and I really want to say things, but I just can't. I can't. There, as soon as I quit my job and that's going to be in the grace of God to help me help me with this because this is this talking to you people was assigned to me by the Lord. It, it, it's this is nothing that I even planned on doing in my life. I had no desire to do this. But like I said um, on my um, few of my casts, something happened to me last June and I was lost. I was very lost and I prayed hard and I read scriptures, um, and I needed direction. I really needed, I needed to find out where, what direction I was, I, I needed to go. And I felt it was time for me to start serving the Lord even more. So after all that prayer, reading scripture, you know, trying to find answers to what the next step of my life would be, God assigned me to spread the word. And I said to myself, man, I, I don't, I'm not the type of dude to like go out there and force people what my beliefs are, or, you know, I'm not there. I'm not the type of guy to stand in the corner, start preaching, um, start, start judging people and saying that you're not right with the Lord because I'm not like that. Um, one thing that, that, that has one one of the things that I have changed as growing up was I do. And also when I started having a relationship with the Lord was free will is a very, very important thing. You have to be able to accept um, change. You have to, ex- you have to be able to accept the truth because that, that puts you more accountable into what you're, what, what you're getting into as far as, the, you know, I'm not articulate. I'm very sorry. But but what I'm trying to say is that when when you open yourself up to accept these things, now you're you, you're more responsible and held accountable to what what the consequences are to what you're going to do with that. And when 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 you have that feeling of of responsibility and accountability, you're going to back what you believe in when you say it. It's going to be genuine. It's not going to be, it's not going to be, um, scripted or fake. It's going to be coming from you genuinely. 
but in, in the way I see it, it's 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 going to be coming from the Lord through you genuinely. So I don't know if I made sense explaining that, but I know I'm telling the story about how I'm I've 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 started this podcast in conjunction with this article, but it, it ties in together because the truth is I I think this is this is a perfect time for people to get out there and do their own thing. And, you know, if you go out there and you start, um, and you start, um, making connections with people, then the people that you make connections with start helping you, you start helping them. And it's a community based thing. Small businesses are awesome because when you start connecting with people, man, it, it, you see, you you see the quality of people helping each other truly when when you start when they start helping you and you start helping them and you see the community work as one and it brings us closer together have better relationships with each other so i honestly think that this is a good time to do your own thing people might be financially strapped i myself am which is why i'm only doing this once a week and i i really like to do this at least 3 times a week but because I still work for um, I still work for 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 an entity, I can only do this. I can only dedicate one day out of the week to do this. And eventually, look it with listener support, and I'm I'm really asking for I'm really asking for help, people, because I really want to I I I want to I want to be able to get that word out. And I also want to be able to do my own thing. And I'm going to be selfish a little bit. I want to be able to stay here with my family because I travel every week. I'm I'm separated from my and especially during these times where it's very uncertain where where the country is going towards. Um, I don't want to be away from my family because, uh, you know, what if something happens? I want to be able to be home and be the man of the house and protect, protect my family. Just, you know, I'm just saying if, 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 uh, stuff hits the fan. So, um, yeah, your, your help would be greatly appreciated. And, um, I don't want to sound like I'm begging because I ain't Keith sweat. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, that's, the article in my story ties in together because I, I I do want people to start doing their own thing. It's it's better. You would f- there's a lot more pride in what you would build too. Whatever whatever it is that you want to build, there's gonna be a lot more pride. There's gonna be a lot more accountability. Um, you, you're gonna be you, you're gonna change as a person. You know, um, when there's hard times, you gotta embrace those times because those are, those are the crucial times that you actually learn things. Nothing is going to come easy. And I I've, 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 I dove into this knowing that it's not going to be easy because I don't know how to do any of these things. I don't, I don't know how to do podcasting. <laughs> well, I, I've learned. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to do the business part of it. I, I just I don't know anything of it. I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how to... Um, I don't know how to do like web design. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know how to promote myself. The only way I'm promoting myself is through people that I know. So, um, 
Enough of that. And for now, I'm going to take a break. And uh, when we get back, I'll get into the other article. And we're back. So the second article of discussion that I'm going to read comes from thestreet.com. I I think it's another op-ed. I really like these op-eds because um, although it's not truth, like per se, it's not truth. And it's it's mostly opinions about other people. We can we can kind of um, we can kind of see what these people are thinking, and then we can kind of decide what we want to do for ourselves. And also, uh, also with op eds, you got to do your own research. So this is kind of forcing you to go ahead and dig up what these people are actually saying. So, um, anyways, this comes from the street, and uh, it's called Mishtalk. The Global Economic Trend Analysis. The article is titled Controversial Gold Advocate Judy Shelton will be will soon be on the Fed. Okay. Trump's nominee Judy Shelton appears headed to the Fed. Judy Shelton has the votes. Senator Lisa Murawski, man, I don't like that chick. Um a Republican from Alaska. She's a senator. Um, will now back Shelton, giving the candidate 51 votes for the appointment. With that, Judy Shelton heads for confirmation to the Federal Reserve seat, to a Federal Reserve seat. I've had an opportunity to talk to Judy Shelton, and I'm going to be supporting her, Morosky told reporters Thursday afternoon, according to reports in various news outlets. Shelton's nomination had been stalled in the Senate even though the Finance Committee cleared her by a narrow party line 13-12 to vote in July. Several key Republicans have been wavering in in their support and it appeared for some time that nomination would not be clear before the current congressional session ended. At the continuous July hearing, Senators grilled Shelton over her views on Fed independence, her support of the gold standard, and her wavering over whether bank deposits should be insured. Democratic senators accused Shelton of backpedaling from earlier statements she had made on those issues. McConnell's move drew an angry rebuke from Senator Ron Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon, ranking member of the Finance Committee. Who called it an effort to sabotage what little economic recovery we have by installing an unqualified political pick? Her ideas are so wacky and outdated. Giving her authority over the dollar would be like putting a medieval barber in charge of the Centers for Disease Control, Wyden said in a statement. Shelton's views are so extreme Senate Republicans have long refused to confirm her. Attack dogs blast Shelton. In a stunningly ignorant yet hardly surprising op-ed, Stephen Ratner says, God help us if Judy Shelton joins the Fed. Why do we need a central bank, Miss Shelton asked in a Wall Street Journal essay in 2009. She wants monetary policy set by the price of gold, a long-abandoned approach that would be akin to a Supreme Court justice embracing the code of Hammurabi. Okay. 
Anyone who questions the need for a central bank immediately has at least something on the ball. The Fed has blown three consecutive economic bubbles in of increasing amplitude. Diversity of opinion. True diversity is not about race or sex, it's about opinions. Former Fed Chair Janet Yellen was every bit a part of the good old boy network. Instead of another good old boy groupthink candidate, we will actually have diversi diversity of opinion. Imagine, imagine having a dollar backed by something rather than nothing. That is true. We, we're not even on the, um, we're not even on the uh, oil standard anymore. The petrodollar, we, we're, we're not even on that standard anymore. Imagine having a 100% gold-backed dollar so that FDIC would not even be needed. Neither of those will happen because Shelton will be ignored by the rest of the Fed. However, as Fed governor, he views will at least get public airing. That's a start assuming she did not abandon he view, his views on gold. He, I think there was a typo. Just to get the appointment. God help us. For further discussion, please see my July 24th, 2020 post controversial gold advocate advances for a Fed appointment in which I mock Stephen Ratner for his view. God help us if Judy Shelton joins the Fed. Ratner has things <laughs> donkey backwards. And you know what I'm talking about, people. God help us if we stay on the path we are on. Mish. So the guy who wrote this, his name is Mish. And this was written yesterday. It was written yesterday. So I don't know too much about the financial part of what's going on, but I do know this. I do know that um, President Trump has merged the Federal Reserve to the U.S. Department of Treasury, and I think he is the chair. I'm not, I think he's the chairperson of that now. I, I, I'm talking about the Department of Treasury. So the Federal Reserve is not. It's not on its own entity anymore. It's under the U.S. Department of Treasury, which which is good. It's good. Um, and as far as like having our money backed by gold. That is a good thing because gold will always hold its value. Gold will always be whatever gold is as opposed to the U.S. dollar, which used to be backed by the petrodollar. And we're not even on that standard anymore. I think that was taken away. I think it was last year or two years ago. I, I don't remember. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't know anything about this. This is all opinion. Remember, this is all about digging for the truth yourself. And I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you a kind of like a pathway to go and enter that, that pathway. And then you get to dig on your own, you know, the validity of what I'm saying or if there's any truth holding to what I'm saying. Hence, truth seeking, right? The key word of that is seeking. You're seeking. So um, I, I'm all for this. I'm all for... Um, Judy Shelton, she's a very big gold advocate and I'm it's about time that we have something of value for our our money, you know, because uh, 
I don't like to have uh, this paper money which has no value to it. We've lost a lot of value from that money from our from the American dollar. And this has started ever since um I think it was Roosevelt. Oh, I think it was I want to say Teddy Roosevelt. I know it wasn't Franklin Roosevelt. It, Franklin Roosevelt was was the president during World War II and I'm thinking back in the twen- the 20s. I think it was Theodore Roosevelt uh, where he wanted to buy gold, the gold, I think it's gold and silver where he, he wanted to buy back the gold and silver and give people paper money for, for what they had. And I think we completely got off the gold, the gold standard by president Nixon. Um, That's where it completely went off. we our our money went completely off the gold standard and we started going into a petrodollar i th- i think i think don't quote me on that do your own uh, research but th- i think this is great i think this is a great transition um i i do see that there's a lot of you know our like i said earlier about the last article our economy is falling apart the the longer we close down the country we are not going to like we're not going to go forward we're, we're not going to move on forward we're going to face more problems um yeah it's 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 very difficult for a lot of families right now well it's it's very difficult for a lot of people in general because people who work um in restaurant like in the restaurant business or even barber shops or it's it's it, they're having a hard time um so it like i said earlier it's this is a great time to start your own thing but you got to be creative about these things um you got to be creative of what you're thinking of doing as far as your own business um but i am so for this i'm so for the money to get back by gold it's about time that our money is worth something, and who knows? I, you know, I don't. I don't even know if we're even gonna have um, a dollar anymore. I, I don't know. This this whole pandemic thing is scaring people. Now, now uh, you know, people they're saying in the media that people don't want to touch money. For me, and this is just for me. I I personally like to use cash to buy things, to make purchases because I don't like the fact that. I don't like the fact that I'm being tracked on what I spend on when I use my card. Yeah, I use my card because they're, for example, when I go to Costco to get gas, I can't pay cash. I got to pay uh, using my debit card. Um, but for most part, I try to use cash as much as I can because I just don't like being tracked about what I'm spending. And, you know, that's how they start that's how they start tracking you and figuring out what you buy and you start seeing these ads on your phone or whatever and i just i don't like that that's creepy that's almost that's like stalking me that's stalking me and i don't i don't need big brother to 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 know what i'm doing it's none of big brother's business here's here's what's funny this is i think this is funny like big brother has no business to track me but I have all the business to track big government. I have the, all the business to track government because I pay for government 
and government doesn't pay for me. So, but you know, I'm just, I'm just an individual. I'm a nobody. I'm just a number. We're all just numbers to them. I don't see you people as numbers though. I see you people as people. I see people as having a story to them. So I am for this. Um, my understanding about Judy Shelton, she's a very big gold advocate. So I, Hey, I, I, myself, I, I invest in, um, silver, physical silver, gold, man, that's just far fetched for me. It's just too expensive for me to get at least one gold coin. So I'm a big proponent about silver. Um, as far as precious, I'm talking about the precious metals part. Um, I, I, I hold my own physical silver coins. Um, I do like Bitcoin cryptocurrencies. There are certain cryptocurrencies that I do hold. Um, a few that I hold is Bitcoin. I used to have a full Bitcoin, but I had to pull some money out cause I came into some financial stuff that I had to take care of. So I do have a por- I do have a portion of Bitcoin. I do have some Litecoin. I do have Theta. Theta is a big thing, people. Theta, I I hear, and like I said, this is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. I don't know I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. But I do subscribe to this guy called. Uh, his website is called Road to Ruda. Um, his name is Bix Weir. And this dude knows a lot about financial stuff. Um, I would recommend to go check out his YouTube channels for some um, information uh, about um, silver um, cryptocurrencies because this guy knows a lot. He, he's, uh, he seems like a, a genuine dude. He doesn't seem like the type of dude to screw you over, but he he does what he preaches. Like if he says he's holding, if he says he's holding um, silver, he's holding silver, and he is a big silver bug. He loves to he he loves to promote silver more than gold, which is cool with me because silver is very very affordable. And hey. Even if nothing happens, at least you still have that silver in your possession in case something does happen later on. So silver is very affordable. I think it's uh let me see. Let's let, let, let's let's take a dive here and to see how much silver is today, Monday, um November 16th. So I'm looking at gold, I'm going I'm looking at Kitco on my app. It's called Kitco. So the the bidding price right now for an ounce of silver is $24.54, and the asking is $24.64. So it went down $0.11. Cents. So what? $0.11. Cents. But I am a big proponent in holding physical silver. And if you can afford physical gold, Right now, the, the, the bidding price for gold is $1,891.30. The asking price is $1,892.30, and it's gone up $2.10. So I I am a big proponent in, in holding things that that are 
that are tangible, that are physical, that if something does go wrong, you'll be able to have something to, to barter with. And it doesn't even have to be gold or silver. You, you can do lots of, you can hold lots of things that have value to it. That if something like if the grid goes down or if, if stuff hits the fan and we don't have, and money's not going to be worth anything. Um, you can always refer to, um, um, I know people were going, were going with a toilet tissue craze. That's one thing you can barter with paper towels, you know, paper products, um, storing guns and ammo. That's a big thing with a lot of preppers, guns and ammo, uh, storable food. There's so many things that you can hold that you can barter if this, if, if, if there is, if money is not accepted, even if the, uh, even if, if you're, your card or all of a sudden the the banks just completely go out like you lose all your money in the bank now if you have stuff here that's of value and I'll, i'll go through a list of what i think will hold value um gold and silver you got um water uh storable food even canned foods store whatever food you can store because you will never know and even if even if nothing does happen you have something that you can eat for later on you know or with water too you have something that you can drink for later on um guns and ammo it's always good to have guns and ammo because you'd never know um you know uh, when you have to use it to defend your home or if some you know if civil if bad civil unrest happens you got you have something that you can defend yourself with another another thing that people don't think about that i think would be valuable would be um coffee coffee would be a good one to have it's not expensive at all thing with coffee though is it's um it, it it's uh it it has an expiration date, so you'd have to cycle out your coffee. If you're a big coffee drinker, you'd have to cycle that out. Um, so then you won't have uh, bad coffee. But yeah, having coffee for for um, for barter, or another thing that people don't think about, and we are the speak uneasy baby, booze. Booze is another thing that you can use for barter. Believe it or not, yes. You can use booze for barter. So those are just a few things that um, I think that um, is important to have. Uh, Clothes, clothes, winter clothes, you know, all sorts of stuff. Blankets, tents, um, first aid kits, um, homeopathic medicine. if, If you get injured or if you get sick, man, the list goes on and on. It goes on and on. It, it's it's all about using your imagination and what you think holds value if stuff was to hit the fan. But I think that, um, I think that having all these things in hand is very important. And if you haven't started, it's probably a good time to do so right now. Um, I, I I know there's companies out there that sell storable food. Unfortunately, I, I'd like to promote them, but I. You know, I, I'm not. I'd like to promote them. I, I wish they would 
sponsor me or whatever, but, um, you know, I, I, if I don't have the sponsorship, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, advertise for them, but there's a lot of uh, companies out there. Um, I think when I went to Costco as well, uh, last week I saw, uh, that they were selling storable food as well in Costco. Um, Hey, Costco has a lot of stuff that you can have, you can, you can have on hand, uh, and stock them. Paper products is one of them, right? Because you're buying in bulk anyway, coffee too, but there, honestly, there's a lot of good coffee companies like artisan coffee companies out there. I don't like using mainstream coffee. I like, I like supporting these businesses, these small businesses, um, that have, that make their own coffee. I, I really like to name some of these companies, but like I said, they're not sponsoring me. So, you know, if, if, if they would, then I would definitely, I'd give them a plug all the time. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just, um, you know, that's just the way it works here. Um, so yeah, um, like I said, if you haven't stored up on anything, build something, even, even if you don't have that much money, like buy a few canned goods, um, you know, every payday, just buy is put off, set aside some, some money strictly for just prepping because with the times that we're going through right now, you just don't know what's going to happen. People, you don't know. Um, the most important thing that I think you should have though, is probably a Holy Bible and your, and your, um, faith in the Lord, because the Lord will answer your prayers, but your faith has to be strong. When you do that, people, you will be protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. If your faith is strong and if you continue to pray and if you continue to try to strive for perfection, your prayers will be answered. Um, I think that's probably number one, the most important, because if you haven't figured it out right now, we are going through a very, very spiritual battle because there people are acting people are acting so so evil nowadays and i'm not saying everybody because there's still a lot of good people out there but unfortunately people who who hate freedom who hate this country you can just see the demonic possession in their eyes when they're telling you hateful things you can see it you can sense it you can feel it that's what i do I feel it. I see it in their eyes. I see that it's another. It's not that. It's not a human telling me these things. It's 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 pure evil that's telling me these things. You know. So that's that's <laughs> evil is revealing itself big time now. Evil always existed, but now for some odd reason, these times it's really revealing itself. It's being so blatant. The devil is being so blatant right now. The devil doesn't care about persuading people anymore. It's about this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do. So that's the state of the country right now, honestly, in my opinion. So, um, 
You know, today was such a great conversation about the financial part of it. And and it also came back to starting your own business. Um, whatever, dude, do it. Do it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. And whatever, whatever, whatever struggle you go through, embrace it. Struggle is very necessary for you to grow. Okay? You you won't experience life to the fullest until you fall on your face many times and get back up. It's all about getting back up. And I you know, even in the storyline, people like to see somebody redeem themselves from something so bad. People love that. That the reason why they love that is because people love having hope. They like seeing successes after such dreadful um times in somebody in somebody's story they love to see how people just rise up to the occasion and become successful after going after being drugged through the mud you know and um i think a lot of us a lot especially if you're older right i think a lot of us have have learned a lot of things um going through such struggles i know i have I embrace the struggle that I went through because, hey, without that, I wouldn't know where I don't want to be at and I wouldn't know how to how to um, work certain problems out. You know, I'm, I'm glad to go through any struggle. Of course, I'm not going to go out and go have a struggle uh, just for just for the hell of it. There has to be a lesson learned in every struggle that you go through. But if you don't have to put yourself through a struggle, don't do it because it's just if you don't have to, why would you? So um, I encourage, I, I really encourage you people out there, whatever it is, even if it's podcasting, do it. Just do it. Uh, learn as you go. So what? If I mean, if you don't have that much followership, it's always going to start off that way. Um, my my follow. I don't even know if I have any followers because I, I don't need. I don't see any thumbs up on my videos or. Um, I mean, I see some kind of a followership on my, on my, um, dashboard, but I don't know if they're consistent, but I appreciate people who lend me their ears because I'd love, I just love to tell them what I, you know, I try to get people on the path to find out what the truth is, what I'm don't, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. What I'm doing is I'm presenting you, I'm giving you, I'm pointing a direction to you. And I want you to go through, I want you to go walk through it. Well, I'm giving you the choice of if you want to walk through that or not to find out what, 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 if there's any truth to what I'm saying, we should be, we should always be doing this. I've repeated this many times that we should always validate what, what, what's being said as truth. We should always do our own research. We should always be, that's how you become free thinkers. That's where the creativity comes from, too, is when you start thinking and then you have ideas that just come at you and then you put those ideas into um, into um, into action. So, yeah, I, I want to encourage people. Hey, if, if, if you don't like collecting, I mean, honestly, yeah, people like to collect money for not doing anything. But where is the value in that? Where Where is your self pride? Where where? Where, where, where do you find your true self through that? You know, um, does it, that's depressing to expect something every week or every month, how, or every two weeks, however they collect it, because 
yeah, I've been through, I've been through that before, but I, I think, okay. So my story on that, when I was collecting unemployment, I was going through a transition and I didn't stay on that too long. What my transition was, I was working, um, I was working, right? And I decided, you know what? I, I don't want to be doing this retail job for, for so long. And not only that, I had a family that I had to bring to California to move out to. So I said to myself, you know, I, I, I need to improve myself. So that, that already, were the gears were already moving there that I wanted more advancement in my life. So what I did was I quit my job. And I went to I went to um, trade school full time, and that's when I when I was collecting unemployment because I was going to school full time and not working. But after after um, after about nine months of trade school, I got my job for the trade that I was training for, and I stopped collecting unemployment, and I started working, and I was able to you know. I was able to bring my family over and started providing for my family. So that was a point in my time. That was probably one of the low parts of my life is just, man, I remember, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. There were times where I had nothing to eat. And the only thing I had was stale bread, mayonnaise, and a slice of freaking cheese, man. But I did what I did in order to survive. And I did have some help from, from um, my mother. She was able to help me out a little bit. But I'm glad that I never stuck to having to depend on somebody to give me things. I'm so glad that, um, that I'm, I'm, I'm doing things for myself. You know, I'm, I'm so glad for that. And... Also, you know, there's nothing wrong with ha- with receiving help from uh, family members. If you really need the help, but only for a temporary time, there's nothing wrong with that. We should be all helping each other temporarily, you know, um, whether it be financial, whether it be just to talk to them, you know, you know, talk, listen to their problems and talk to them and try to give them advice. It doesn't matter as long as there's help temporarily. I think that there's nothing wrong with that. But as you're going through that struggle, you got to tell yourself, man, you got to tell yourself, dude, I, I, I need to get up to the next level. I need to step up. And that's what you got to do. So I, I have no, I have no qualms about getting temporary assistance, but that's the key word is temporary. You can't be on assistance forever. It's, <laughs> Where is the self, like I said, where's the self-value in that? How do you, how do you be proud of yourself? There's, you're stuck. You're stuck. You're depressed. Okay. Accept challenges. That's what you're, that's how our brains were built. We always have to get some kind of, we get stimulation through challenges. And, you know, when we start getting, like when we start overcoming a lot of things, that's when our brain sparks and makes us want to even get even we want to start um we want to start walking forward eventually running and then sprinting to be to success so hey man i'm gonna encourage you people do your own thing 
It's it's this is the time to do your own thing. Yeah, we're going through financial stuff and people are losing their jobs left and right, but maybe this is also a wake up call for you to do your own thing. Do your own thing. Fall. Fall as many times as you as 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 it takes and get back up and get get up there and do it again. Because that's the only way you're going to succeed is if you if you get back up and do it again. Okay? Um so that's 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 the piece of advice I want to give to you people. I, I don't usually give the advice on the show. I guess today would be the first time I'm giving advice. But hey, I don't know how to do this. I'm doing it. Uh, I'm doing it in a way where I this is I this is how I think it should be. But hey, if I fail, I, I don't I don't care. I'm gonna keep doing it. And um, you know, here's another thing. Here's another thing to look at. We have each other to make each other successful. So what I'm trying to say is that I will be I will be successful if people will help me become successful, which would be you. And when in turn I hear somebody who has their own podcast, I will help them become successful as well because that's what we should be doing for each other. We should be picking each other up and part of doing this podcast is to to connect with people as well i would love to meet people out there i would love to meet people there will be a time that i will want to meet people who 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 are listeners and maybe get interviews with people who have interesting stories um hey even if it's just an average person i think everybody has some kind of interesting story in their life that people probably need to hear in order for them to kickstart what they got going in their life right it's one of those things where hey if that person went through that um and i've been through worse why can't i you know what i'm saying i want this to be a pick-me-up on top of me spreading the word of the lord and also on top of just giving um reading articles and giving my thoughts about it i want this to be more than just just a um a gripe session you know, um, griping is, it, it could be depressing all the time and getting mad at what the system is doing. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it takes a toll on you, but at the same time with this show, I want to start like, I want to start picking people up. If people can help me to get up, then I want to be able to help them to get up as well, because that's what I think. That's how I think a society should work is we should always pick each other up. And that's very godlike too. Like not godlike being a God, but, but like being a follower of Christ, that is one of the, that is one of the things that it was taught to us is to help each other out and pick each other up. So that's what I want to do too. Oh, okay. That was a lot of talking. So anyways, with that being said, the bar is now closed. I can't help but wonder if I'm under a spell. It's more than a passing notion
ocean I've never fallen with such devotion I can't help but wonder If it's only a dream Am I naive or can I believe That things are really as they seem Can anyone explain How to understand what's true I know I just can't take it Whenever I'm with you I can't help but one If you wonder about me Cause lately I can't help but wonder How wonderful this might be This 
smile. Be-